What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hey, Emma. Hey. What's good? How you doing? How you living? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Oh, okay, you got a lot of questions for me, huh? Oh, yeah. Like, what's up? What you been up to? What you doing? How you living? Uh, what's good? Uh, how are you? What's nice? Uh, how, how am I living? Oh, jeez. We're still on that one? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to respond to. Being very stupid. Look, we got a big fucking day. We do? Ahead of us. Yes. How so? Well, we got to do Eps 11 and 12. You know what that means to me. Oh. My two favorite of the season. No. You always say 7, 8, and 9, and then you claim <laughs> 10 wasn't one of them. <laughs> Apparently, you drop off at 10. Oh, I'm drunk. What do you want? You're drunk? Not literally. You know, just like drunk with joy over getting to do uh, this. Oh, okay. With you. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. We are talking season four episode. Season four. What? Uh, season four. Yes. Epis- Sorry, I was just hype manning you. Oh. <laughs> season. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> season. <laughs> season. <laughs> what if I was deeply put off every time you spoke? I think you are. <laughs> Wait, who deeply. was that? Wait, who was that? 
That was me. Oh, okay. So we're talking season four. Season four. <laughs> Episode 11. Episode 11. They uh, call that the 411 if you're wondering what the 411 is. What is it? Season four, episode 11. Jesus, keep up, yo. Oh, okay. Well, uh, in this episode, things start to pop, 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 pop off. Oh, shit. Lots of things been building Lots this whole season, but now you're saying Lots they're pop, 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 popping off? Yeah, they go pop, 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 Peppa Pig. It's interesting Peppa Pig. you brought her on. Why is that? That's a girl? Hmm. How you know it's a girl? Hmm? Peppa? Yeah. The only Peppa I know is Barry Peppa. Okay, well, that's a last name, and this is a first name. And it's Pepper. Peppa. Sure. All right, well, that couldn't be more boring. What's going on with you? It's like the name Pippa. Which is I heard this. your dog took a shit on your desk. I mean, cat. No, my cat left a fucking nug of shit on the desk mm. because she mm. doesn't know how to clean her booty hole. Mm. Mm. It's disgusting. Mm. She doesn't know how. You know or who would teach her? She her chooses mom. not to know. Her how mom. Her to mom teaches her that. Well, whatever. I say take responsibility for your cat's butthole, but that's just me. Um. Yeah. Well, technically, she's not my cat. Uh, Damn, is that iHeart cat you rented? the Lord's cat now. Hmm, you killed her. Uh, No, I just don't take responsibility after that shit ass. (laughs) All right, well, let's get into the (laughs) All right, thanks for being here, Nick. Um, Hey, there's nowhere else I'm legally allowed to be. Oh, my God, that's terrifying. Okay, so, uh, yeah, season four, (laughs) episode 11. Um, it's the next morning from the master. Yeah. There's something on my arm that I'm very suspicious oh, of. Jesus. Is it a tick? No, but it looks like Can a Can I see smear. it? Hold it up to the zoom cam. It's like a oh. sticky substance I'm not no, comfortable look, with. No, look, it's a terrible tattoo, but look, no, you got okay. it on purpose. I, I need to wipe this off right now or it's going to freak oh, me out Jesus the rest of the Christ. episode. You got some shit on your arm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll... I'll do the show without you. Uh, so today's episode of Below Deck is freaking incredible. Um, Kelly's in it. You know, he gets some shit from the captain. Ben's there. He's worried about the food. You know, Dean Slover's back, which I, I think it's his fourth time on the show, which I believe makes Dean Slover, be ha, he's been in more episodes than a lot of the cast members. Like, let's say he's definitely been in more episodes than Dane. He's definitely been in more episodes than Trevor. Definitely more than Donnie uh, or Ronnie. Um, I forget the Annie's. But uh, it's pretty great. And it's it's crazy because the charter, he's so unlikable. And I'm never happy to see him. I always am like, ah, oh, fuck, it's a slover. Because he just makes it not fun, I think. He, like, zaps the fun out of it because uh, you know he's going to be angry and you know he's going to leave a good tip. But uh, maybe this charter will surprise us because sometimes he comes with, like, a mixed, like, mixed genders, people who work at his 
um, various restaurants and bars. I'm still not exactly sure uh, who these people are. And then, um, and then sometimes he just comes just with the Hot Boys. And this is a Hot Boys episode. Slova's got the Hot Boys. But anyway, Have they're not on board this whole yet. Time? We're, they're not on board yet. We're going to go back back in time to the beginning of the episode and just get ready because Slover's boys on this charter are the hottest yet. Anna, how does the episode start? Wow, you were talking this whole time? Mm-hmm. So we don't need to Saving this show. Saving this show. Um, I had to double check. Did you hear the cat scream at me again? I did, yeah. Yeah, I was double checking there was no more shit ass on her ass. I was double checking it wasn't Zach, you know, because everybody's screaming at you. Well, Zach is mentally ill, so he refuses right? to clean his yeah. own cat's asshole. Oh, you hate to see it. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of, uh, you know, as someone who uh, co-parents a, a little pup myself, um, it's kind of a- I co-parent that cat. Who smelt it, dealt it situation. Oh, well, we got ours together and are clear co-owners. Yeah, no, I didn't get that cat. Although we have made decisions on who would get the dog if we do split up. And who would that be? Will you guess? Her. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, I love her and I don't want her to be unhappy. But you would separate from Cheetah. How interesting. Would you guys have a joint separation or like a a joint custody sitch? No. Because it's not important to the dog. The dog would forget about me and... All it does when you co-parent is like complicate an already difficult situation, which is your breakup. And it's better to just split. It's wow. not like a, a, a son, you know, it's a dog. He'll get over it. Well, they, they have a pack change, so they get a little confused. Sure. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like it would fuck the dog up for life. The dog will get over it in a couple months. Hmm. Until they're 18. Yes, until uh, my dog is 18 and in the grave. No, uh, Cheetah will never die. You know, they say that poodles can live to 18. So, uh... Pretty easily. Yeah. Poodles have uh, a long lifespan compared to other dogs. Um, Has no one ever told you that? I don't know. So, yeah, it's the next what morning. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Don't you dismiss me? We're in a poodle club, yo. <laughs> Okay, dog. We're in a poodle club together. We got poodles. We do have poodles, but I do have a multi-poo Pomeranian. Yeah, well, I have a poo and some other shit. I don't know. All we know is that the most important part of our dog is the coolest part, and that's the poodle part. Okay. All right. Don't poo-poo that. Damn, she said it. Your cat's a poodle. Yeah, my cat has a lot of poo on her. A poo and very dull. Cats are very dull. No offense, Zach. Zach can't hear you. All right. He's literally He's strangled checked out of this. Yeah. He and says, in uh, a box. The last time I talked to Zach, he said, uh, what do y'all do a show about? Secrets and Wives on Bravo? <laughs> I said, come on. Secrets and Wives? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the show that the last charter was on, Liza. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, it's the next morning. Um in the master suite debacle, from the master suite debacle, and Ben is passed out in Kyle's bed snoring. Kate wakes up Ben to try and clean the master and was like, the crew would like some food and we need to clean. And Ben's like, as long as you're not telling me what to do. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would never tell you what to do. Here's what you're doing right now. You're cooking fucking breakfast, bitch. Yeah. 
So Kate discovers the broken panel in the bathroom and she asks Lauren about it and Lauren denies knowing anything about it. Mm, liar. Yeah. So Ben learns that it's Emily's birthday coming up in the next two days and then he, he says he's going to make a big deal out of it even though she asks him not to. Seems like he shouldn't. Yeah. We learn that Ben's brother's coming back, and he says that James approves of Emily, which is saying a lot because there have been many, many, many women in Ben's life. And then he meets them for five seconds and goes, Ben, darling, (laughs) you should not be with this bird. Yeah. You don't want no scrubs. Ben, smoke a cigar Hanging outside of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at you. Yes, been smoking all. I was just wrapped in Cuba where I was doing business. Can't you tell? You know, he never said Cuba. He said something. He said in the Caribbean. Oh. I'll just go going by the classic Cuban. I think it's a little too illegal for Captain Lee to give the okay. Captain Lee is not involved in the cigar sitch. I'm surprised Captain Lee doesn't pop in more often uh, when people are doing things he doesn't like and go, it ain't going to happen, Captain. Because <laughs> it ain't going to happen, Captain. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, Kate's trying to meet with the deck crew in the master bathroom. Uh, so she radios them to meet her. But Captain Lee overhears and intercepts, which is not good. And so Kate shows him the panel in the bathroom and Captain Lee is not happy. Um, and Captain Lee says the panel is a control for a 10K toilet. And if that doesn't work, they're out of business. Wait, what does that mean? I, I couldn't understand. What, what is I guess control people for a 10K t- only come on this um, boat to interact with that toilet. And so if you see on the panel, there's like a little like uh, button navigation thing. And I guess that controls if the toilet allows you to enjoy your yacht experience or not. Oh, yeah. So if that doesn't okay. work, the entire company goes under. Hate to say it. Okay. Mm-hmm. To the toilet. Wow, that's a very expensive toilet. <laughs> You're telling and me. it was um, uh, Churchill shat in that toilet. Is that right? Oh, honey. Everyone this? from Churchill to Michelle Obama. Wow. From C to O. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I get it. Yep, honey, you don't got to tell me. So uh, Lauren's talking to Nico about the panel, and he says he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what happened, which to me, how do you say, is truly the most idiotic thing I've ever interacted. Like, like, I don't even, what do you mean you don't care? Like, my problem with Lauren and Nico is that they have zero respect for anyone or anything, yet demand all the respect in the world. Yeah, well, here's what I'm thinking about Nico and Lauren is that um, their leadership above them has um, has not really panned out very well. It was Trevor and Kelly who, you know, God love him. Kelly's not doing anything too wrong. He no. just it's his first time doing it and he doesn't have any help in the leadership role. Right. So he's just he he's not he doesn't know a lot of things. He's learning. And that's what's going to happen. So then Nico and Lauren are these two like super capable deckhands who without any authority, they can't get much wrong because A, they know how to do everything. B, they do it well. And C, they're fucking like 22. And so they don't. 
they don't need to know nearly as much as they do, you know, in this stage of life. They're ahead of the game. So they kind of can just fuck off. They don't have a boss. They get their shit done and they deserve to like just be a little shitty sometimes. I agree. Ding, 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 dong. All right, I haven't given you a good winner's bell in a hot minute. Mm-mm, I haven't been earning them. That's true as well. You should reconsider everything. Yeah, so um, I think they're just true idiots who don't understand respect and need to be pushed off the boat and drowned a little before they understand mm-hmm. that um, your life is worth something. So um, so you should act accordingly is my whole point. Uh, okay, Joel. Captain Lee calls Kyle, Lauren, Nico, and Kelly, and Ben, and Kate uh, into the crew mess to talk to him about what happened the night before and Emily's like, oh, is something going on? And Kate's like, no, no, don't worry about what's going on. Please save yourself. And Captain Lee says he's not happy and finds their behavior unacceptable. What if Captain Lee went down there and he was like, "Um, yeah, I have a question. Who's been using all the toothpaste? And then everybody (laughs) looks at Emily. Oh, (laughs) fuck. That's actually pretty good. (laughs) You thought about that one, huh? <laughs> no, just that one just rolled off the dome. It's, it's fascinating. Um, yeah, so that's actually what happened. So uh, Kelly says he um, tries to protect them, but they're out of control. Mm, you hate to see it. Like they're out of control. Yeah, um, these are bad people. And Captain Lee tells them, except for Kyle. Kyle is fine it's it's kyle's got his own fucking thing going on it's lauren and nico they're the problem they drink to a point where they think it's okay and then they act a fool and then they're like what and then they're defiant about it which is just like why have they not hooked up yet Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me i don't know if I was on that boat, I would be railing Nico every night. What? Okay. Huh? You know what? What? <laughs> so Captain Lee tells them that the four, Kyle, Lauren, Nico, and Ben, are confined to the crew quarters only. They cannot go leave the crew quarters. You know what they call this? What? They call this the Danny's phone. Oh, yes. Yes, exactly. Can't leave the crew quarter. Can't leave the room. Mm-hmm. Um. So after this interaction, Captain Lee calls Kelly and Kate to the wheelhouse to tell them what's up. And he wants everyone in bed early at at 11 p.m. that night or whatever, early 10 p.m. I don't know what early is for them. He says if he walks through the boat at 11 p.m., he better not see a swinging dick anywhere. Hmm. Okay. Captain Lee, man. Uh, Kate says she's not sure if her and Kelly are in trouble with the group or not, um, which I don't know. So Captain Lee tells Kelly that he can't stick his head in the sand. They're his responsibility and he needs to call them on their shit. While downstairs, um, Nico is blaming Kate for ratting them out like they didn't fuck up themselves. Like they cannot, Nico himself cannot take responsibility for his own bullshit. Like she didn't rat you out. What's she supposed to do? She's got to tell somebody to come fix it. Well, she didn't actually rat them out. Captain Lee heard her calling them. And came down to investigate himself. So unfortunately, it's just circumstance of the radio that ratted them out. Damn, Nico does not have respect for authority. 
Nico is a fucking idiot and doesn't understand basic logic. Like, Kate rarely rats anyone out. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I like even that time the other night where they're like fucking around and the pizza Captain Lee came down and saw the pizza himself. And then Nico ratted himself out by running with the fucking panini toaster across the fucking. Uh, he didn't rat himself out. That was fucking Kelly and Lauren. No, but he like he he alerted attention to another thing that sure. was going wrong by running in front of Captain Lee with a smoking panini toaster. He should have put it under his shirt. Or he should have like thought about it, but they and were Captain all drunk. Lee would be like, "Wow, Nico's getting a real belly." <laughs> well, either way, they're all idiots and don't know how to take responsibility for their own actions. True that, sister child. And uh, let me guess, because you know what? Never mind. Lauren says <laughs> um, they were in the bathroom, and Ben's like, "No one ripped it off the wall; just must have popped out." Hmm. Maybe it did. But they were clearly all roughhousing in there drunk. So I think someone just fell on like fell on the wall, hit it hard, and that's what led it to pop out. Well, we'll never know. And I'm sure all that they had to do is fucking glue that shit back. It's done. Yeah. So Ben says they need to be good little children. And they all start laughing. And Captain Lee hears them laughing from the wheelhouse. And he is not happy about it. God, why don't you turn? Why don't you, why don't you like play some eagles in that wheelhouse? They wouldn't hear so much. <laughs> he would love that. Uh, Captain Lee says if they come out of the crew quarters, they will be fired. And Nico is still being an idiot. Uh, Kate says this, if asks the stews to rat out the other deckhands if they're out of the crew quarters at any point. Nico thinks Kelly is bad at his job and won't admit that he's also bad at taking responsibility for his own shit. Uh, Kay asks Ben how he's going to see his brother if he can't leave the boat. And Ben was like, what do you mean I can't leave the boat? I thought I just couldn't leave the crew quarters. Well, and then he's like, what do you mean? And I don't understand. And Captain Lee's like, he comes down and he says, confined to the quarters means confined to the boat. And Ben's like, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. And Captain Lee's like, mm, no, I just told you. But he's Ben. You know what, here, you know what Ben should have said? Huh? Captain Lee. Now tell me, how many seasons of Below Deck have you been on? Oh, is this your fourth season? Well, it's my fifth. I make the decisions. I am the captain now. What do you think hmm. about that? Pull rank. You may be the captain, but in Hollywood, I'm the leading man. <laughs> I, I literally could imagine him saying that. And he'd be right. He'd be right. He got a bigger. He would have got a bigger contract. Captain Lee, my question for you is: How high can you spike up your hair? I have it on good authority that he's not on next season. Next season of Med or Reg? Next next season of Reg. I don't think he's on next season of Med either. Huh. I don't like I that. I mean, he's he comes back. I, I like. There's so many more seasons of this show. I know that he comes back, and I think he's on Sailing Yacht also. Yeah, he probably is. So Captain Lee and Ben sit down to talk about his brother being there, and Captain Lee says he cannot apply things selectively. So no, Ben can't leave the boat, but his brother can come to the boat to see him and say goodbye. And before this happened, Ben's like, you know, everyone thinks you ratted them out. You should go talk to them. And she's like, I did not rat them out. And I don't really want to talk to these idiots, which I understand. Like, could you imagine like Nico and Lauren like, Wah! 
Yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> I don't want to hang out with a lot of 22-year-olds. Yeah, that's the problem. They're all young and dumb, dude. And full of experiences. I'm about to turn 30 in quarantine by myself, and I think I'm just going to blow my brains out, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I'm about to turn 40 in quarantine by myself, and um, I think I'm going to be fine. Are you about to turn 40? Yeah. You're four, ten, four. You're ten years old. You're four years older than me. You're yes. ten years older than we me. We figured this out before, but yes, let's refigure it out again for the fourth time. I legit don't remember us ever discussing this, but that's my vibe. Yeah, I turned forty on May sixth. When do you turn thirty? Wait, we can't do this show anymore. You're my senior. I am older than you. Yes. How are we friends? We're not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> Oh, okay. I was gonna. I think. I think we're relatively new friends uh, who um, talk every day at work. <laughs> oh, it's not what I wrote in my journal of who's my friends and who's not. <laughs> but you have to admit that we're still relatively new friends. I yeah, I guess so. You've been over to my house once. I've never been invited to your house. I've to been come to your inside. house twice. Oh, twice, and I've never been. Well, even better, <laughs> I've never been to your house. Uh, I come to your door, and then you, you throw stuff at me and slam the door, and that's literal. Okay. If we were not in quarantine, I would have invited you in, and you know well, that. I mean, yeah, that's a nice thing to say. Now, <laughs> I would have been. I would have. If we weren't in quarantine, I would have made you a. Turkey dinner every night. I would have, but I, I guess we'll never be able to prove it. I guess I would argue I'm closer friends with your girlfriend now. <sighs> Just joking. I doubt it. I can't I imagine how. You don't talk to anyone as much as you talk to me, and that's a fact, Jack. It's pretty true, and it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Zach's not talking to you anymore. He's done. Yeah, Zach's... Yeah. All right, let's take a quick ad break, and we'll come back and continue We'll be right back, guys. Don't worry about it. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from my life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future. 
especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And we're back. Wow, those were some good products. You know it. All right, so I'm sorry for that tangent before this commercial. I do realize that quarantine is making Nick and I absolutely batshit. So Sarah and Emily, they're talking about how anxious they are about what happened the night before. They say that they, they're glad they weren't up there with everyone else when all the shit went down. And just outside, Nico and Kelly get into a fight over how Nico perceives Kelly talking to him. And the entire interaction is absolutely useless. And it's low-key hell to watch because they're just yelling nonsense at each other's faces and nothing goes down. And because they're bros, they're immediately like, all right, dude, see you later. And that's it. Uh, Yeah, that's what bros say. Later, dudes. They have fights that go nowhere and mean nothing and really shouldn't have happened to begin with. Yeah, guys are fucking great. Because then the next day they're like, remember that fight? It was ridiculous, right? Let's be friends forever. Mm, Yeah, and then let's lay in the bed together. So Ben slept in the bed with Kyle? Yes, he slept in the bed with Kyle. He got naked and slept in the bed with a man who just came out to him. Huh. What's weird about that, darling? I just thought it was rude for him to take over the master suite when Kyle just wanted to masturbate. Well, of course it was rude, darling, but he probably helped him out. Hmm. Okay. So Ben a, and Kyle fucked. So there's a new charter meeting with Ben, Kelly, Kate, and Captain Lee, and we learn that Dean Slover is coming back. Uh, they know he's very particular with time and timing, and he has a stick up his ass. And uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward info. Did Were you able to get his likes and dislikes? No, darling. They did not show you his likes and dis- dislikes. Well, this we, you know, as usual from the past charters, Dean brings a bunch of people, and in the last few fashions, he's brought a bunch of attractive gay men. What he does is he writes all their likes and dislikes. He only gives his own likes and dislikes, and says that applies to every guest of his because he's a control freak. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Hmm. Hmm. So, um. Kate orders fireworks uh, for Dean Slover's charter, and Kyle says he's fine with being punished, but he thinks it's a double punishment to have them have to be in bed by 11 p.m. and confined to the crew quarters. It's so weird. He is is a human celebrity chef. No, this is Kyle, not Ben. Well, whatever. Ben's also in the same. Fuck you. Sorry. Okay. So um, Nico is still bitching about Kelly being a poor leader or whatever the fuck. Um, Kate says the crew, she tells the crew in the mess hall thingy, crew mess, that she didn't rat them out. And she doesn't tell Captain Lee what happens at night and has never really done that before. But Nico says he doesn't believe it and he thinks the root of all evil is Kate and that she's always manipulating and stirring the pot. But I also feel like Nico's somewhat projecting like that because he's stirring the pot and he's being really shitty and evil and um, he's kind of manipulating the situations for his own I don't know uh, uh, yeah I don't know I mean everyone's climbing all over each other to fucking have Captain Lee not be mad at them and they're gonna do whatever they have to to win 
Yeah, it's all you have to be is uh, not the worst one. Yeah, they can yeah. only fire so many people. They can't just fire everybody. That's true. Well, Ben texts his brother and asks him to meet him at the boat, and he's like, "Of course, darling, I would love to meet you at the boat." Oh, I literally had no other plans because I flew here to see you. I did not fly here to to hang out at the soggy dollar bar. Uh, the soggy dollar. I like that his voice is a little lighter than Ben's. He's like, well, yes, oh, because he hasn't ben been darling. yelling at stews for 20 years. Ben, darling, it's me, James. Would you like a cigar? You can smoke it right out of my poo-poo hole. Wow, that's what he calls it. That's very British of him. <laughs> that's anyway. what the Queen calls it. Oh, Her Majesty. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kyle and Ben are chatting while Ben waits for his brother James to show up. Um <sighs> James comes down to have a drink with him, and Captain Lee says he, he's sitting in the main deck living room area, and he's just, like, waiting. And he says he'll, he'll give them 15 minutes to hang out. Uh, and they're drinking up a storm and eating food and just having a joyous, jolly, jolly time. Uh, and I guess, like, an hour passes, and Captain Lee's like, that's enough. I don't know why he has a British accent. He's like, that's enough. So he goes down. And he's like, Ben, uh, can I have a word with you? And James, the forever astute boy he is, raised in ultra privilege, goes, I think I know what this is about. Because I don't know if you know this, but James is actually a detective character um, based off his father's books. That is right. His father based his son off the book character Detective James. And he crawled James. out of the pages on his birthday. Yes. Interesting. Yes. This is like uh, this is like that movie with Paul Dano and uh, no Zoe no Kratz. no I don't acknowledge Paul Dano because he lacks a chin. Uh, all right, <laughs> that's true. It really bugs me. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> though he was great in Escape from Danamora. Did you ever see Escape from Danamora? I do not. You recognize Dano Mora or Dano Lessa. <laughs> He Dano needs Mora Chin. Chin. Paul. <laughs> wait, there's a great joke about that. Escape. I, I did see Dan and Mora, by the way, and I loved it. Um, Absolutely a great, great fucking show. Of course. Yeah, he fucks good in it, too. Dude, I'll never. You know who I'll never forget on that show? I know we're talking about Bullet Deck, but real quick, tangent. You know who I'll never forget on that show? Two, two things I'll never forget. Patricia Arquette. No. When. Um, when uh, Benicio del Toro is like, and don't tell anybody. I fucking think about that once a day. I don't remember that, but you remember in you don't uh, Boon- remember that absurd choice that no, but remember in uh, Boondock made? Saints. Remember Boondock Saints? I haven't seen it in a long where time. Where Defoe, Willem Defoe. In Boondock Saints, when he he drops to his knees and goes, it was a fire fight. Uh, I do remember that. So if that helps. Okay. Uh, The other character I'll never forget from that show is Lyle. I knew you were cheating on me when you ordered from the diet menu. God, legendary line. Yeah. At, the Chinese, at the Chinese restaurant? Yeah, he's like, I knew you were uh, cheating mm. on me when you ordered from the diet menu. And she's like, Lyle. I got to hear that line one more time. On, <laughs> no, no, it. no. I'm just saying <laughs> the actor who plays that Lyle, God, I forget mm-hmm. his name. I think it's like Eric something. 
Honestly, tour de force performance. Like, I believe if you watch a video of the real Lyle side by side with the character Lyle, it's unbelievable. He fucking nailed Lyle. Like, (laughs) genuinely nailed Lyle as a character. Well, good for him. Um, He's a great actor. Eric, what's his name? Eric Stoltz. Is it really? No. Wareheim. Stone Street. No, it's not Eric Wareheim. Anyway, I'm so sorry Doesn't for that. Matter. Does not matter. Everyone is probably turned off the show even by if now. You, even if you realize what it is at this point, no one's going to care. No, no one gives a shit. Uh, okay. Back to Below Deck. Uh, back to life. Back to Below Deck. Uh, oh, it's Eric Lang. Okay, so Lyle, if anyone has never seen Escape from Danamora, check it out. You won't regret it. Okay. Just fast forward through the Dano parts, she says. I mean, he was actually good in it. I just. Of course, he's one of America's greatest working actors. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So Captain Lee goes down and he's like, uh, Ben, your brother has to go and y'all need to clean up and go to bed. And uh, he comes down and his Detective James' brother is like, I figured that was the case. Detective James' brother's on the case. <laughs> That's pretty Now, good. I see you've recently cleaned your apartment. Hmm. Are you you know, uh, traces of blood can be found years after an accident. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so Ben's like, well, you know, I'll have to listen because if Captain Lee tells me to do something and he is my higher officer and he outranks me, then I'll have to go straight to bed. So he whips his you know, dick we out. we are in the Marines. What, what, what? Oh, that was last night. <laughs> I know. That's what got him into this mess. I know. I don't know what happened. All I remember is I threw my pants off on the dock and then and suddenly I'm in trouble. Suddenly... Suddenly she'll see that I'm the one she wants to be with. Suddenly she'll see. (laughs) All right. That's the end of that night. This is who I want to be. Ben goes to bed. The night ends. And now it's the next day. It's the next day, y'all. It went from night to morning. That's right, my boyfriend. That's right. So Nico says he respects Kelly the next morning as a bosun and regrets yelling at him because he doesn't want no drama. You know, it's a great way to avoid drama. Uh, not destroying parts of the boat that the guests stay in. Yeah, try <sighs> stopping at 18 drinks. Really yes. reduces the drama. Detective James has figured out that Nico might be his own so worst I enemy. So I have a question. Uh, whose who's caviar was Ben serving to James? Now that is the question. That's Maybe boat caviar. James is able to figure out where that caviar came from. Detective James, uh, did you see any caviar in Ben's pockets when y'all left the supermarket inter- earlier today? That's an interesting question, Mr. Because I'm pretty Turner. sure that the caviar is going to be a part of the first meal he serves to Dean Slover and crew. All right, Mr. Turner, I'm the detective. Let me do in the detecting. <laughs> okay, Sounds sorry. like you're trying to lead the case down a certain path, which makes me think you're the one who had the caviar to begin with. Okay, yes, then he owes me the caviar. What? <laughs> The person with that had the caviar is 
the person who stands to benefit from an investigation. <laughs> you think you fooled me this time, Mr. Turner. No, but I'm not fooling I am... you. I'm just wondering where my caviar is. I'm Detective James Brothers. I'm James Brothers. I'm Private Eye, James Brothers. No, I'm Private Eye, James Brothers. You're yourself. I'm like a detective, but a little less posh. I fuck. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, anyway, so Kate is telling the Stews how to deal with Dean Slover and his particularities. Uh, Kelly says that Nico has a lot to learn because you just can't yell at your boss, which I agree. Um, yeah. So I the crew disagree. I disagree, Anna. That I was am, me yelling at my I boss. I know. I am your manager. Yeah. <laughs> I'm technically, you know what I am? I'm actually. You're an assistant manager. I know. I was about to say that I'm an assistant manager. <laughs> you you get as much respect as the bosun. Oh my God. I'm an assistant manager. Fuck. Whatever. Uh, the crew gets the boat ready for the guests and the guests arrive and Dean's sexy slover, JK, is so happy to be back on the boat. Yeah, well, get the fuck out of here. First, okay, welcome back, Dean. Yeah. But find somewhere else to go. Well, the thing is, I feel like Dean has discovered that he can control these people and he loves controlling people, so this is like well, his spot. You know what else he discovered? He gets 50% what? off charter fees. That's right. I bet they I bet they tell him to be a monster. Of course they do. He probably is a producer on the show. At this I point. know. He's a co-creator. Anyway, so the crew he has a crew of beautiful gay men with him, and Kate gives them a tour and she tells them all about the toilet. We should add the toilet info to the drinking. If she either says that the boat was refitted or that the to- toilet is really high tech, you gotta I'm chugga, sorry, chugga, chugga, chugga. We're dying of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> okay. Not to me, Detective James Brothers. So they leave the dock and the guests get ready to have lunch. And Ben says he's really nervous going into the first meal because he's there's always some issue with Dean Slover's charters and Ben. And Kate says Ben is, has a very sensitive relationship with Dean because Dean is the only person who holds him accountable. So Ben's overanalyzing everything Dean says because he, so he has like caviar eggs with regular eggs or something. And, and Dean goes, oh, eggs with eggs. And Ben fucking spirals. He's like, what does he mean by that? What does Why? he mean by eggs by eggs? Why did he hate that so much? He didn't hate it. He just doesn't. He just everything Dean says makes him spiral because he's like, is that a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad right, thing? Is it just a random right, thing he right. just said randomly off top of his head? Mm. He thinks it's all mind games and it's just. I don't know. So uh, Ben says being a chef is very hard and he dares us to walk a mile in his shoes. I'd do it. He's probably got some nice shoes. He probably does. He never wears shoes. And when he does, he's wearing like sandals. Well, you can't wear shoes on a boat. Everybody knows that. Whatever. So Ben keeps asking if Dean has said anything. And Kate says he hasn't really said that much, which makes him spiral further. So the deck crew is getting all the water toys ready for the guests. And Dean says he would like to see Ben. But when he goes up, he's like, you know, I w-, D- this is Dean. He says, I wasn't really thrilled to see you when I got on board. Hmm. That's a nice thing to say. And he's like, but lunch was absolutely amazing. So I just want to apologize for doubting you and apologize for something I never really said out loud, but just said to your face now to kind of put you down for a quick second. Now I'm apologizing for that. It was weird. 
Um, yeah, Dean sucks hardcore. It's a weird thing to do. You you can tell, and you can tell a little later in this episode when, but you can tell that when Dean is unhappy, and he's always unhappy. He's like Captain Lee. Yeah. Uh, he makes people do sexual favors for him. Full stop. Woo! Yeah. So I think um, he's a, like a super villain. Oh, he definitely is. So during this time, everyone's playing at the water toys. Uh, Kate is like, I'm going to take a break. And she's leaving Emily to service. And Captain Lee all of a sudden starts calling down, asking for the stews to be on service. And Kate is on break. And Sierra and Emily can't seem to hear their walkie talkies or they're distracted or they're ignoring them. I don't know. So he walkies Kate and she answers. And so she's like, fuck it. And like gets up to go do the work for them. So she just goes up and does the service, uh, even though she's like, I expect my stews to be on service. Like, that's literally their only job right now. While this is happening, Kelly goes out to get fireworks for the guests, and Ben asks him to pick up some flowers that he ordered for Emily's birthday. Now, how many flowers? Roughly one million? (laughs) Yeah. So Kate tells Ben that he's distracting Emily and himself, and she can't even take a break because she can't leave them alone. And Ben says, it sounds like she's blaming them. And she's like, she's not. Just get your shit together. And uh, yeah. Should we take a quick break? And Please, dear God. I'm so sick of this. Okay. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito. And I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money. And he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And we are back. Oh, I didn't realize we were coming back. What? All right. Were you breaking up with me? Yeah. So I'm going to start a new uh, Below Deck podcast uh, with Zach. And we were actually hoping if you would engineer it. No. Anna? Oh, 
Yes? No. Did I hear yes? Oh, no. Okay. No. We, it paid $1 million an episode, but I guess you don't want to do it. Oh, well. Uh, what else is going on? So Captain Lee can see Kelly picking up giant flowers from the boat, and he asks him what asks him what that's all about. And you know, like, the only acceptable answer to that question is someone died. They're for they're for you, Captain Lee. No, you say someone died. Who? Oh, Emily's <laughs> dad. No. Well, anyway, he says they're for Ben, Emily, whatever. And then Kelly comes back, and something happens with the bow of the boat and the tender hitting it. I didn't really understand because we don't see tender it. Tender hit the boat. The yeah. tender smacked into the boat, and Captain while Kelly Lee gets was driving. Very angry. Uh, it's, well, he parked next to the boat, and I think like a current pushed him in, or some wind. He said, "You have to be careful." Why do you think we named it the tender? Yeah. Honestly, it felt a little out of Kelly's control in that moment. Like I don't know what he could have done. Nothing is out of anybody's control. Everybody is at fault for every all of their actions. Captain Lee does not take excuses. Sorry. You're right. So Kelly comes back in and he's like, I'm going to be murdered. And Kate is coming up with the Chinese New Year themed dinner party for the guests. And Kate asks Emily to help out on deck while she preps for the party. And Captain Lee calls Kelly to the wheelhouse to bitch at him about the flowers and then tells him he expects him to be further along this far in the season and that he's probably going to make some alterations because he hasn't seen any improvement and something has to happen. And Emily tells Lauren that she thinks... She is annoying Kate because of her and Ben. And Lauren tells her to talk to Ben about it and Kate about it. She's like, okay. And then Emily asks Kate what's up. And Kate tells her that she's frustrated that Captain had to call over the radio to get service done. Which is frustrating. Especially because Kate had to get up from her break. Oh, boy. Anyway, the guests get ready for dinner. And they have their year of the dog Chinese New Year celebration. Yay, finally, all the Chinese people on the boat can celebrate. Mm-hmm. So the guests are loving the food so far, but then a hot noodle soup with shrimp and duck comes out, and Dean is struggling to eat it. And he says it doesn't have very much flavor to it. So Ben or Kate Hey, go- what year are you? What what year? I'm a year of the monkey, 1980. I'm a year of a horse. Oh, wow. What do you think's better? Hmm. I have no thoughts on this whatsoever. You know, because rats a possibility. So I'm just everyone's just lucky they're not you're the rat. Yeah, I guess. All right. I don't know anything about this, so I, I can't comment further. Okay, well let's move on. How about Shen this? Yun style. I don't know enough to have an opinion. Okay, that's fine. Let's move on. So, yeah, the hot noodle shoop, shoop, soup with shrimp and duck shoop, comes out. shoop a doop <laughs> Great. That was funny. Uh, it comes out, and Dean's struggling to eat it, and he says it has no flavor. And so Kate goes out and talks to Ben, and he gets very frustrated, and he goes up to talk to Dean about it because he's like, no one has ever not liked one of my dishes. I'm a goddamn genius. Uh, And then Ben offers to make him anything he wants, and Dean says it's okay. So he removes it, and he tries it himself, and he agrees. He's like, you're right. It's got no fucking flavor. And then he realizes he made a grave (sighs) error. When he was cooking, he poured a bunch of ice into the soup to stop the shrimp from cooking, and that diluted the flavor. And he is very, very upset with himself about it. Rookie mistake. Yeah, this is awful. 
He should be. This is why he should be confined to the galley. Not because just, of some stupid drunken night, because of bad cheffery. Tough to see that. Because he was in his own head, and by being in his own head, he fucked up when he doesn't fuck up like this. Yeah. And shouldn't you try it before it goes out? I don't know. So um, while this is happening, the stews spill a bunch of broth on the ground when they're cleaning up the plates. And Kate's like, oh, I could hear it f- f- spilling for so long. And she's like laughing and... Nico's trying to calm Ben down because he's so angry with himself. And Kate's like, dude, Sierra just spilled a ton of broth all over the dining room. So shit happens. Just move on. Make dessert. It's okay. Um, oh, Sierra. Jesus Christ. Liquid, that's your business. You're a juice girl. How, how could you spill this? I know. And while this is happening, Kelly tells Kyle that changes are coming. So be aware because Captain Lee is not happy. What is he, Sean Bean? Winter is I was trying to make eerie music, but I just failed. Yeah, you failed before, and you'll fail again. Everybody's fine with it. I'm really bad with eerie music making. Anyway, so Ben makes desserts for the guests, and they love it. And Kate has the fireworks set off, and the guests are like, woohoo! And then they all go to bed. And Ben says, Emily helps alleviate the stress from all the dinner issues by letting him grab a titty. (laughs) Uh, That's not real. But Lauren tells Nico about what is going down with Kelly and the captain, which Lauren, dude, chatty Kathy out here. And then Ben puts the flowers out for Emily's birthday. And Sierra says he did a good job. And Kate thinks Ben is distracted by Emily's birthday flowers and his, his fighting with her, Kate. So he like fucked up dinner. And then Ben says, uh, Ben's trying to talk to Kate and he, and she says she doesn't want to get involved about with his dating life anymore because it just causes problems and he gets all bitchy. Uh, and then Sierra puts balloons everywhere because she wants to make Emily's birthday very special. She puts a bunch of birthday decorations around the kitchen. So when she wakes up, she'll be like, I don't know if I made that clear, but yeah, Kate doesn't want to be involved in Ben's drama and relationships anymore because Ben is so hot and cold about it. And then he's so deeply distracted. Kate is frustrated by it because it's one thing to be in love, but it's second to mix business and pleasure and make business go down the drain. And that is a famous line. By well, you Detective know what else is a famous line? James Brothers. By Detective um, Austin Powers. Go ahead. Pleasure is my business. That's actually hilarious. All right. It's the next day. So Emily wakes up to all the nice decorations and the flowers and is very happy by it. And Captain Lee calls Kelly to the wheelhouse to talk. And they agree. The day was very good yesterday, except for when the tender hit the yacht. And Captain Lee says he will give Kelly one more shot so he can prove he can do the job. Okay, one more shot, Kelly. You know what else? Uh, There's only one more charter after this, so it's not really much of a threat. I guess. So um, Kelly and Nico are ordered to take the guests to the Virgin Gorda Baths. Um, Emily and Ben make out because it's Emily's birthday and she's happy that he gave her... um, the flower, the giant flower bouquet for her birthday that she now has nowhere to put. And then Captain Lee comes in and sees her flowers and asks her to move it out of the main cabin and to the crew mess because they're huge and 
not for the guests. So they got to get the fuck out of there. So the guests have breakfast and they basically get ready to leave for the baths with Kelly and Nico. And then uh, Emily tells Ben that she spoke to Kate about the issues and he says Kate was annoyed because Ben was talking to Emily in the galley and distracting her. And Emily just kind of shrugs and doesn't know because Kate didn't tell her that directly. But Ben's like, trust me, I know Kate. And she doesn't like when I distract her stews with my big old dick. Whoa, Ben. Back in the heat. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Kelly gets the guests to the baths. And Dean Slover in the little taxi, which I have taken that taxi, and it doesn't take as long as they are saying it does. Yeah, I'm just wondering, are the baths, like, are there too many people there? No. I, well, I mean, there's a good amount of people there, but it's not super crowded. Okay. But it, it it's not an hour taxi ride like they were trying to make it seem. It's just weird. But yeah, so Dean Silver says, instead of taking the taxi back because he says, homie, don't play that, which I'm like, shut up. Uh, he wants to swim out to the tender and have Kelly pick them up. And Kelly's like, this will be tough, but I'm going to do my best to accomplish that. So they walk through the baths and it's as amazing as usual. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, And then back on the boat, Kyle is talking to his on and off girlfriend, Ashley, and he realizes that he misses her a lot. And she says she's having a tough time because she's getting hormone treatment and it's hard to deal with like the combo of emotions that comes with that. Uh And then Kelly confirms with Captain Lee that Nico is going to swim with the guests to the tender uh, and Kelly's going to pick them up. Right after he confirms this, Kelly realizes that Nico has the boat keys and he has Nico's radio so he has to call Captain Lee and ask him to come bail his ass out. And Captain Lee is not happy about it. Mm, mm, and then mm, K- mm. Captain Lee tells Kate what happened and why he has to leave. And Kate says, this is really, really idiotic. And uh, good luck, Kelly, because that's the end of the episode. Oh, facts. Yeah, hit me with a bodie doty facty wacty. Um, <coughs> all right. So I was reading a little today. Hold about- on, hold on, hold on. Boat Facts with Nikki Tease. So I was reading a little bit today about um, how coronavirus, COVID lockdown, has been uh, affecting our nation's waterways for the better. Tell me more. Because there's a lot less people out, a lot less pollution, and it's benefiting the environment. Interesting. Now, specifically in Venice, in the canals... Because there's no... Also, I'm not sure... Have you been to Venice? Venice, Italy? Yes. Yes. Now, I think what's surprising once you get there is that there's no awful smell coming out of the canals. Because you would assume that these canals smell bad, but they do not because at some point in the 90s, they cleaned all the shit out of it. They they redirected, they, built, they put in... Um, uh, new plumbing systems, so shit didn't uh, just dump out into the canals. Now it's clean, and so it's uh, it's pleasant. But right now it's especially great because because of the lack of boats, the water's really cleared up, and it's like you can see through the water to the bottom. And there was this video that went viral yesterday of a jellyfish just clearly seen in the canals just uh, gliding along, and uh, it's something you wouldn't see if there was boat traffic around, and it's uh, pretty cool. Jellyfish Venice. I'm Googling it. Yeah, Google away. 
Maybe we'll maybe we even put this on the Instagram. Who the fuck knows? Ah, how cute and yeah, weird. isn't that like an incredible view of a jellyfish in the water? In a place you did you would not expect it. So funny. It's like la di da di da da da. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for COVID for clearing up our oceans. Thank you, COVID, for keeping us home and depressed. Yay. We couldn't have done it without you. We, well, I guess, yeah, we wouldn't be home and depressed without it. We couldn't have done it. That's our episode. COVID. It's time to end it. <laughs> COVID, we really couldn't have done it without Mm-mm. you. Thank you. All right, guys, follow us on Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Please give us a five-star review. We're begging you. We're begging you. Nick needs more goddamn yeah, boat facts. Um, write me some him. boat facts and a five-star yes. review on Apple Podcast. Because he cannot, he literally cannot keep Googling jellyfish and canals. Can't keep doing it. I would kill myself. Uh, and you can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. And you can follow me at Anna Hostney on Twitter. Nick? Listen to my other podcast, Watch You Watching, on patreon.com slash Nick Turner. Give me some money. Also, check out Get Rich Nick, wherever you find podcasts are useful. Also, uh, most episodes of Entry Level with Brooks Whelan and his ensuing Patreon. Uh, I'm thinking about getting some more podcasts. Anna, do you have any ideas? Uh, no. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. All right. Oh, and you can, you know, while you're shouting things out, you can feel free to listen to my show, Ethnically Ambiguous, which I host with Shereen Yunus, which is all about being a person of color in America, or another show, recap show I do called Will You Accept This Rose About the Bachelor franchise. Check it out. All right. Bye-bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.